Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And guys, this is it. Halloween week is upon us. Halloween episode. So spooky. Halloween week. <laughs> I like that. Do Sounds more. Sounds like a commercial. I know. Do more. I don't know. I threw, I threw myself off. I didn't know where that came from. I'm not going to lie. All the potatoes and all the wine you've had. All the wine and potatoes. Oh, man. Is there a better combo? Mm. I think if you had been eating it off of lettuce ware, mm-hmm. then... Guys, did you know there is... <laughs> We There's just discovered like this. dishware, and when I say that, I mean like everything possible you would need to serve a like crazy fancy dinner. <laughs> fancy dinner. So we got your salt and your peps, and then we got your <laughs> platters. We have plates. We have olive uh, dishes. We have like bowls, candle, <laughs> freaking candle votives, <laughs> all of them lettuce the whole set is lettuce and do you know that some of these pieces have sold at auction for like over thirty thousand dollars what are we doing with our what's lives? happening it looks like we lettuce there's lettuce, lettuce cereal bowls can you imagine <laughs> i want to sit on the couch <laughs> cereal <laughs> lettuce <laughs> that's pretty baller that's a that's a power move <laughs> mm-hmm. Just have people over for dinner and serve everything on lettuce. Well, you know what you say, but you go Hmm. when everyone sits down. Let us eat dinner. (laughs) Everyone will love it. If lettuce puns aren't made during that dinner, you have failed as a host. That's the reason to buy the whole entire set and spend a hundred grand. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our news. There's lettuceware. That's all we need to share with you. Expensive. Wild. Did you actually have real no- news? News? Notes? Noses? I have real nose. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, no. We thought we would stick to just kind of some fun, spooky stuff. And um, we're going to let you know also how to stay safe mm-hmm. while the veil is at its most thin. Oh. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Um, but before we start, we do have a toast to make. We have to one. Our... Let us toast. <laughs> <laughs> Marin, this is for you. Thank you for joining our church. Thank you. We're let us drink to... in your let honor. Let us drink in your honor. <laughs> We're excited to get to know you if that's what you wish, because we would we will fully take advantage of that if you let us um we're gonna be friends we're gonna be friends um (laughs) one way or another we are going to befriend you um Mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining we really appreciate your support and all seriousness and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. seriously thank you so much yeah and everybody else that's listening if you've ever considered joining right now is the time right before halloween because once halloween hits uh, you are no longer going to be eligible for the little goodies. Yeah. If you join, even at our lowest tier, $2 a month, you will get a gift package of all kinds of goodies. We have all kinds of stuff. We have cute little witch broom pens with our name on it. <laughs> we have bloody syringe pens. We have organic, like, um, like locally made soap by Glowworm, and then we have what else do we have we have a cozy now we have oh, Palosanto. Yeah. we have uh we have spell candles that we're gonna give to you that we think like the best color for the best thing for you because it's mm-hmm. i think it's it's gotta be the you right wanted color. to personalize it yes and, uh, and we have an oh my goodness sticker because mm-hmm. oh my goodness <laughs> I'm excited. I really like all the stuff we put together. I know. I'm kind of excited that there's extras. Cause I know, me too. Cause I, I need me some it. koozies. <laughs> I need all the koozies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Marin, thank you again for joining us. We have a toast for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to read it? Do it. Okay. I support so you. So, Marin, thank you. Okay. Raise your glasses, everybody. 
Fill the tureen for Halloween and let the cups be clinking. For on this night, tis our delight. Let the witch's health keep drinking. <laughs> Cheers! Cheers! That was a lot. That was a lot. My pregame wine is helping. I didn't pregame, so that was just a lot. I was like, the sides ah, of my mouth feel like I'm gonna. Wine. I didn't want to open a water. bottle. Oh, I and then Bobby water. reminded uh, me that we had half of a bottle that was open in the fridge. I was like, <laughs> gotta finish it. Waste not. Mm-mm. Want not? No, it doesn't work. I want more. <laughs> Waste not, want more. That's mm. what I always say. <laughs> great. Love oh, it. great. More. That's going to give me hiccups. Oh, oh no. <laughs> burns. The hiccups burn. So sorry. How do I cure that? More wine. More wine! Pouring the wine for Halloween. Halloween. Wine. wine. Okay, yes, good. I'm ready now. Okay, great. <laughs> Lovely. Splendid. Do you, want, do you want me to start with a story? Do you want to start with a story? Because I have, like, places. I you have, have, like, stories. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Rock, paper, scissors. Um, I'm gonna tell a story about hugging Molly. <laughs> oh, what I'm is I'm taking this? over. What okay, is? I'm already excited to play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, fun game! <laughs> you wanna play it right now? Yeah! Okay. Should we do two out of three? I say just, oh, just one. Uh, okay, one ring wins. to rule them all. <laughs> okay, Frodo. <laughs> I'm Pippin. <laughs> no, you're Sam. No, I'm not. You're totally Sam. I mean, I guess I am pretty awesome. Sam does You're all, all about that stuff. food. You do all the <laughs> cooking. Like potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm. One, two, three, go. How about that? Okay. All right. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 this is so stupid. I think there was a delay. <laughs> Oh no. You call it out. Okay. One, two, three. No, my god, you take too long. I no. was going oh whatever. We're done with brock, paper, scissors. Uh, this did not work. You may you may proceed. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna talk about hugging Molly. She's a spooky lady. I keep hearing vlogging Molly. Oh, I love Flying Molly. So this is hugging, like... Hugging. 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 Huggins? No, but, like, she's hugging, but with no G. Okay. She's, like, she's, she's hugging. hugging. She's giving you a hug. Okay. She's just hugging. All right. Cool. Tell me. This is the ghost of Abbeville, Alabama. If you are familiar with this area and you have heard of this ghost, there's actually a restaurant named after this ghost. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, okay. I know. I really want to go there go. one day. Okay, so there are a million different versions of this legend, but they all are about this lady. So the description of Hug and Molly often depicts her as a giant of a woman. Hmm. Which I, like I think that. is cool. Bear hug. I'm good. So the figure was said to be as much as seven feet tall, wearing dark clothing and a wide brimmed hat, and as big around as a bale of cotton. Wow. Her okay. hat or her? I don't know. I hope both. Mm, I know. I like that it. would be like a really good hug. A good hug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, some say the ghost still walks the street of Abbeville late at night, sweeping her black skirt as she goes. If she happens upon you, she chases you down and gives you a huge hug and screams in your ear. <laughs> I like her. Oh, so the black hooded woman roamed the town streets for many years, reportedly for the purpose of catching unsuspecting citizens and hugging them to death. Okay. Less. Everyone <laughs> wants. Everyone needs to be her main squeeze. She has decided forever. Uh, claims are that this character actually was not a ghost and appeared as a human with unusual powers. Okay. Hmm. Uh, a number of Abbeville natives have encountered the hooded lady in black and lived to tell about it. This is a quote on a cold, dark, rainy night. So bitterly cold, damp, and dark. <laughs> Even the street we get it. Burn. It's gold. Is it dark? Damp. <laughs> is it's, it rainy? It's raining. We got that. <laughs> you know, damp. 
<laughs> when even the streetlights won't burn. And the striking of a match refuses to yield the tiniest flame. On nights like this, Huggin' Molly comes out of her lair and roams the her streets. Her I guess she's got a lair. That's I mean, cool. where do you think a, a giant of a woman that hugs people to death would live? In a fancy Cute little, little cottage? <laughs> <laughs> so she roams the streets of Abbeville to see whom she can find. Wow, she's like the epitome of like kids don't who like <laughs> don't go out during at night. the holidays. Don't want to be kissed by their grandma. Like <laughs> mm. she's like that, but or like up. that mean aunt or that crazy aunt that like squeezes you too much, and you're like, yeah, Ugh. like consent. Sorry, no, don't hug me. You don't, don't have like. to hug the creepy <laughs> twice removed <laughs> aunt if you don't want to. No touchy, no touchy, no touchy. <laughs> so thus began on that. Lovely quote. Thus began the ghostly tale of Hug and Molly, a story that frightened and thrilled children and teenagers of Abbeville, Alabama, from the early 1900s through the middle of the century and beyond. I wanted to say till and now. And beyond. Okay. <laughs> Legend claims that a phantom woman would appear to children, but only at night. Mm. Uh, she would squeeze them tightly, then scream in their ears. She never harmed them, other than perhaps causing some ringing in their ears. One version of the story. So there's a million different versions. So some people say that they hug her to death, that she's killing. Some she's killing, some not. Hmm. Um, One version of the story claims Molly was the ghost of a woman who had lost an infant who dealt with the tragedy by hugging local children. That makes sense. It's like kind of like La Llorona kind of thing. Another state, Molly was a professor at the former Southeast Alabama Agricultural School who was trying to keep students safe by keeping them off the streets at night. How would... By hugging them? (laughs) By scaring them. I don't know. And threatening with hugs? All the above. <laughs> hey, the words, okay. the words. <laughs> okay, so fear, fearsome was the name of this man or woman in the town. Oh, I guess because they're hooded. They're not really sure. Children in play at the elementary school scurried for their safety of their homes upon hearing, It's time for Hug and Molly. Abbeville's young <laughs> people of the time would frequently hear this cry. And even hulking six-foot teenagers were not immune to the terror of this engendered by the awesome creature. So I guess, like, this was really spooky for people. Wow. This was like their town's it. Yeah, for real. I don't know. Hmm. Creepy. So one account given by Mac Gregory. I like that his name is Mac. uh, Who was born in 1901 and owned Abbeville's Lawson Gregory's Lawson Gregory Grocery Store for over 60 years described a, quote, meeting of sorts with the infamous creature as a teenager. So after delivering groceries for the store on a Saturday, he trudged toward his home on East Washington Street. Dark had descended upon the town, and in those days... damp? It was probably damp. (laughs) Okay, good. But also dark. And wet. And wet, and probably damp. Um, (laughs) So there were no lights on in the side street. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely dark. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. So he had heard footsteps and realized that someone was following him. Yuck. So when he turned around, he could barely discern a large black-robed shape about 10 yards behind him. That's too close. That's very close. Uh, the form appeared to be keeping pace with his steps, so he immediately began walking faster. The figure in black walked faster, Ugh. closing the gap between them. Mm-mm. Gregory, afraid and anxious to be rid of the creature, slowed his steps to see what his tormentor would do. The man or woman, whom he now believed to be Hug and Molly, adjusted his gait to that of Gregory's. The frightened teenager, afraid to run for fear of the large figure that could easily outdistance him, kept a fast trot toward his lighted house, now less than a city block away. When young Mac drew close enough to see the porch steps of his home, he broke into a run and jumped out of the front porch, the unlocked door, Opened easily in his hands. People rarely locked their houses in those days. And he escaped into the safety and security of his home. He managed, however, to complete future grocery deliveries in Abbeville well before dark. Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that. What's scarier? Um, Mm. Like, take her, for example, or any other kind of, like, ghost creature. Mm -hmm. What is scarier? Them being out, like, her following you during the day or at night? You know how I don't like the dark. Yeah. I would hate I would hate nighttime. Because in the daytime more people are out and about. Pretend then like if you are in a rural area and you're like no one's home and you're in your front yard and you see like a creepy figure standing in the distance during the day or at night. 
<laughs> I would still want it to be daytime because then I could better describe it to the police when I eventually <laughs> call them. And by eventually, I mean immediately because my phone is in my hands at all times. <laughs> There's something about it being out during the day that is... It's very bold. It's almost <laughs> scarier to me because at night, it's almost expected. Hmm. Okay. And during the day, it's like how much... It's almost like it's like stronger or something in my mind where it's like you're mm. able like it's like a vamp vampire that can be <laughs> out like in the sunlight like you're like a shadow figure that can be out during the day like mm-hmm. it almost also feels like they're more desperate to like get me like I can't wait I have to now and it's like ew yeah I guess that kind of does um both horrible ruin ruin the safety feeling that you get with like well, if i stay in the light yeah you I'll can't be, make it to yeah. daytime like you're if you're already in it like that like that does suck you I have like no like home base like during like tw- the 24 hour span of a day like it's all the time hate that you know what i mean it's at least like you gotta make it till sunrise and you're okay but if you see like some weirdo shadow figure hoo-ha like hanging out by the mailbox like what does that mean i don't need that (laughs) get out of here (laughs) i would hate that well i have a little more to tell about her no one seems to have clear answers as to this individual's identity and even less information exists as to why he or she chose to don a hooded black robe and frighten the townspeople often children and teenagers and since a number of Abbeville citizens, both black and white, reported more than a few sightings at different times, natives assumed Hug and Molly was one of their own rather than an outsider. Oh, it's okay. interesting that she terrorized the whole town. No prejudice, I guess. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to attack all of you. <laughs> I'm going to scare the crap out of all of Are you. Are you under the age of 18? Then I will now hug you to death. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> or what hug she was you about. and scream in your ear. I don't like the screaming in the ear. She's like a weird banshee that hugs <laughs> strange so i have one more little story about this her so or an account weird. do you you want a picture i picture mm. large marge oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's what i keep seeing i don't like it i don't want her i now me. i now do like kind it. of yuck well okay This is the last little story about her that I'm going to share. Um, Shortly before the turn of the century, a young woman... This is another version of her... I think her history, maybe. Um, So shortly before the turn of the century, a young woman of Abbeville became pregnant out of wedlock. In those times, this was a circumstance forgivable only by God and slowly, Uh if ever, forgotten by man. Yeah, I know. Who gives a shit? Uh, the mother gave birth to a baby boy, but never married the father, a young Abbeville man from a prominent family. And she died soon after the baby's birth. Aww. According to a doctor, they actually have like a, what's interesting is they have a name of the doctor, but not of the woman. According to Dr. Blackledge, who attended her at birth and shortly afterward, after her death, the young mother died from poisoning. I was going to say, this sounds weird. The presumed father of the baby was soon arrested and convicted of murder. Rumors around Abbeville at that time suggested that he tried to get the mother to nurse the baby, but she refused, realizing that she had consumed the poison. The young man, convicted of the crime and sentenced to hang, escaped and fled Abbeville for Texas, a place where, at the time, one could simply disappear. The baby grew up, and according to Mrs. Glover, whoever the hell that is, Mrs. Glover's account was often seen lying across his mother's grave crying for her. The old-timers say he lived a sad, short life. What the hell does that have to do with, oh my god, so that means that she just became Huggin' Molly because her son was sad and her... What the hell? Oh, so that's a potential origin story? I guess. Dark. That's crazy. And horrible. Aw. Then she should go out just, like, killing, like, guys. <laughs> guys that shitty, try to... Shitty dads. <laughs> impregnate women and just, like, let them be. And bounce. Yikes. Mm. Okay, maybe I'm back on her side. I'm not sure. I feel like I'm more on her side if that's her story. Same. Um, but yeah, this, uh, restaurant has... Do they have themed <laughs> drinks? Oh, yeah. They have, well, they have three themed food, at least. They have menu items such as Molly burgers with, quote, comeback sauce to remind oh diners God. that this person once frightened local citizens. 
That's so creepy. <laughs> if they have good drinks, then I'm I'm there. Yeah, drinks are always on my menu. I know. <laughs> okay, so it's like a diner. Got Cute. Like... That's how I imagine it. Yeah, but they don't. I don't see any like the fun names of their. Hmm. Yeah, they don't have, like, Molly's fingers plate. (laughs) That's Uh -uh. creepy. (laughs) So it's very 50s dinery where they've got milkshakes and burgers and chicken and stuff. They don't have, like, fun names of stuff, though. I was really hoping for, like, yeah, they've got, like, Molly's burger. Why don't Mm. they call it, like, the squeeze? (laughs) (laughs) Like a lettuce wrap called the squeeze. (laughs) Like, ice cream should be, like, screaming something. Like, mm-hmm. get it together, guys. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, they have screaming chicken with broccoli. That's not... That's a weird combo. That's a really weird combo. <laughs> no one orders this. Who orders chicken with broccoli? That's so weird. I'll eat the broccoli. They do have wine and beer. Okay. All right. But they don't have, like, fun names. Oh, they have a... Dessert called the Golly Molly. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And Molly's blonde sister. Whatever we can get is. wine drunk there. And then just they keep do have tots. They do have Cabernet Sauvignon Sauvignon. and Chardonnay and Riesling. Great. We can have them Great. all. We'll have a flight. <laughs> I'm sure they have those. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm here for it. Here oh. for it. Alabama, we're coming someday. I'm coming for you in your wine flight. <laughs> you don't have, and I'm going to make you pour. <laughs> we'll just buy three bottles and then ask mm-hmm. for six plastic mm-hmm. cups, and we'll make our own flight. <laughs> we'll pair it with different fries. I love, oh, God, yes. If they have Chris Cut and regular, oh, God, Sweet Chris potato. Cut fries. Mm, We're good. Mm, 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 mm. I like this. Okay, tell me Reddit stories, please. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Are you, okay? Okay. I'm ready for my Halloween Reddit story. This better be scary. If it's not scary, I'm going to be sad. Uh-oh. It'll be scary. It'll be scary. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right. Pressure's on. Here's Higgear. Mm-hmm. This was written by Celluloid Addiction. Good name. I kind of like it. Good job. They say that this is true in all capitals. Mm. And it is not fake news. Titled, "Never play with a Ouija board." Are we ready? Are we ready? Well, too late. So, tell us why. <laughs> tell us why we messed up. This story happened in October of 2004, back when I was still a third-year high school student. My friends and I stuck <laughs> around the school late at night after our annual halloween party we had agreed to try out my friend's ouija board it wasn't the brightest idea but we needed a thrill (laughs) (laughs) we found as you do uh, as one does we found a (laughs) we found a nice spot under a huge nara tree no idea what that looks like but i like it and proceeded with our half-assed ritual there were five of us two boys and three girls we were all expecting some kind of paranormal contact rumors had it our school was hinted but we've never really experienced anything firsthand and it was halloween when all the spirits Mm. came out to play we all wanted to get spooked also we've never seen a ouija board First hand before, so we were pretty excited. Hmm. Okay. Cool, cool. By the way, I looked up a Nara tree, and they are common in the Philippines, and they oh. look like this beautiful, like, they're like a giant oak, like, in how they're just, like, this big base to them, like, a big trunk, and then, like, just lots of bushes, bushy Neat. parts. I'm drinking. Oh, my goodness. Bushes? <laughs> Not bushes. Just, like, <laughs> branches and leaves. <laughs> They're really cool. I like okay, them. Okay, good. Cool tree. Check. Our school was an old Spanish colonial house built in the 1800s when the Spaniards still occupied the Philippines. Hey. Mm. We were in a section of the school that doesn't get used often, located beside a creepy old Jesuit house. 
People Gross. only go there when they needed to use the restroom, store equipment <laughs> on one of the sheds, or make out with their boyfriends or girlfriends. So it's either poop Gotta or make out. poops or make out. Or both. We sat down in the middle of an open spot with only an exposed bare... Oh my goodness. <laughs> like and bulb nearby illuminating the surroundings we were all having a laugh and scaring each other with what if scenarios it was your typical dumb kids doing dumb kid things my don't be so hard on yourself who brought the board proceeded to place it in the middle of our circle if i remember correctly it was the glow in the dark version which we had found hilarious Yes. But it Good gave job. us the ability to see what was written in the dark. Not knowing <laughs> what to do and going after what we've seen in movies, we all proceeded <laughs> to place our index finger on top of the planchette. We sat there looking at each other until one of us said, What's next? We didn't know if there was a proper way to start the ritual. Plus, the board didn't come with instructions. So we decided to just throw in a question. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> this is all no, I can't believe it doesn't come with instructions. It shouldn't. Close that shit out. Oh is anyone God. there? I called out into the darkness. If there are spirits living here, please talk to us. One of the girls joined in. We clearly had no idea what we were doing. Still nothing. Not even this the slightest. This makes me think of us when we were <laughs> in the freaking cemetery being idiots. A th- not true, a thousand true. years ago, but just like yeah, a little yeah, while ago. Like 800. Not even the slightest bit of wind. One of my friends jerked the planchette, and the girl who brought the board screamed, breaking the silence. We all laughed at how ridiculous it was. After a bit of joking around, we decided to give it another go. We all placed our index fingers on the planchette one more time and asked if there's anyone there we would like to make contact. Don't break the circle, one of my friends jokingly said. Shut up, I whispered. We were just about to <laughs> We were just about ready to give up when the wind started to pick up. The stillness broke and the darkness around us seemed to move. Hate it. Don't like. Just Hate. a coincidence, no. we thought. Okay, don't break the circle, I yelled out. Is anyone there? I was excited. It was like no. a scene from a movie with dirt and dead leaves swirling around us. Don't do that. Don't. (laughs) I hate where this is going. Guys, I'm scared. My friend sitting beside me said, my mom warned me about playing with forces we don't know. Did you die here? Were you killed during the war? Are you the headless priest that roams these halls? The headless what? (laughs) Do you know Jose Rizal, our national hero? (laughs) Are you a hottie? My friend giggled. (laughs) I like your friend. Are you a hottie with a body? Great. <laughs> At this point, we were all throwing random, stupid questions. Nothing. This is bullshit. I don't want to do this anymore, my friends said. We were all thinking the same. Just then, a group of oh, dogs man. from the neighboring house started barking at us through the chain link fence. Oh, These God. six dogs were growling and showing teeth. We all screamed and, without finishing the ritual, bolted out of there. Oh, no. Not good. They didn't finish it. Yeah, no. No, no. We didn't see each other until after Halloween break, and this is where the story gets creepy. Ooh. I like that they had a Halloween break. That's I hope cool. it was like a proper break. Me too. <laughs> One of the girls told us, told us about a weird experience she had the night after playing with the board. She had gotten home late after hanging out with her friends from the neighborhood. When she realized she forgot the keys to her house. So she called her brother up who was still sharing a room with her. And what he said crept the hell out of her. He swore she was already home. He claimed to have seen her walk in a while ago. Oh, And that yuck. she looked really tired and saw her head straight Ew. to bed. Creepy, Ow. but no need to freak ourselves out was all we thought. Besides, what? her brother must have just been tired and seeing things. But then my other friend started telling us about an encounter she had that Halloween night. She was going uh, up to her room when the light started flickering as she ascended the staircase. Your typical horror movie visuals shrug it off to faulty wiring. But just then... Who she, does that? I don't. But just then she saw the door to her room open. 
Gross. <laughs> and that's when you descend those stairs. <laughs> Go down. Back it up, sister. Get to safety. <laughs> Do not go forward. <laughs> it is no good up there. <laughs> Get out now. <laughs> Horrible. And a dark figure stepped out and stood atop of their staircase. That is really gross. She couldn't make out the entity's face, but she recounted that she couldn't move and felt utter dread as the no. figure stared down at her. Ew. No way, my best friend, who was just joining the conversation, said in disbelief, something happened to me as well. <laughs> Y'all gotta close that friend. shit out. <laughs> he recalled that he was sleeping one night when he woke up feeling Trey uncomfortable. <laughs> was, did he say Trey? No, he didn't. Do not he editorialize. He meant to. <laughs> Obviously, he meant to. <laughs> he described. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Guys, I felt Trey uncomfortable all night. <laughs> Let me tell you. Somebody said that. I feel like. Best friends for life. Best friends. Erica's saying. getting replaced. <laughs> no. We're combining into a super force. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to absorb them. <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> he described his vision as having no tv like static i don't like oh, scribbles and static no mm-hmm. no the scribbles aren't okay they're not good never have that never get a case of the scribbles <laughs> they're not good <laughs> I hate them. No entity should ever look scribbly or staticky. It is so not cool. It's like cheating. Yes. You, you can't do that. You're scary just as a shadow. Please don't. Please don't be scribbly. It's just stop. It's mean. It's too much. I don't like Please it. Please don't be scribbly. I don't want that from you. <laughs> And a feeling of heaviness surrounded him. He looked around the room, and that's when he saw a bloody, charred face with piercing red eyes. I also don't like this. Grinning at him through the window. I don't like things to smile at me when they're mean. As you say, it's through the window. Again, I have my window shades open. They are being closed right now. I hate it. Say hi, Mr. Scribbles out there. Now I'm safe. Okay. He can be out there and grin all he wants. He can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe what I was hearing because I had an almost run-in with death that night. After the ritual. We'll find out. I was sleeping in our sedan on the way home from fooling around with the board. When I felt our car jerk, I woke up instantly. Looking out the window, I found out that we'd been hit by a huge oil tanker. I panicked and leapt out of the car. Luckily, my mom and I survived the crash since the front of the car was a total wreck. I still don't have an explanation why those things happened to us, but thank God nothing happened after that. I've never played with a Ouija board ever since. That's scary. That's too much. Too much happened to all those people. This is you got to close your shit out. you got to say goodbye. That's why it's on the board. Just go like, hey, bye-bye. Doop, doop. And if you do communicate with somebody or something, time. say thank you. Yeah. Be appreciative mm-hmm. of their time. Don't be a douche about it and be like, you this is boring. I'm bored. Our dur, time dur, dur. here ends now. Thank you so much. Cheers. God. <laughs> and then you can go was... about your way and watch scary movies. And not get hit by a tanker on your way home. That's horrifying. Or have Ooh. a scribble follow you. Ah, no scribs. DJ Scribs, like, stay away. No, it's like no scrubs, but scribs. <laughs> no scribs. No. I don't want no scribs. Scribs is a guy that can't get no love from me. <laughs> New hit single by love Night Guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. 
That was a good one. That was good. Uh, okay, so I'm going to tell you about the ghost of Bellamy Bridge. Mm. It's a pretty gross-looking place. Pretty dreamy. Pretty dreamy I mean, bridge. It's in Florida. Ooh. So it's very dreamy. I like it. I love a good dreamy bridge. <laughs> it's actually really scary looking. I don't think you can <laughs> drive on it. I don't even know if you can walk on it. Oh, it's, wow. It's like got metal on it, but I don't know if, well. We'll know more about the bridge. Just all right, all right. Lay it on me. Uh, so this is actually supposed to be Florida's best-known ghost story. Wow. The tale of a young woman named Elizabeth Jane Croom Bellamy. Bellamy. I can read. Cool. Congrats. <laughs> I'm Thanks. proud of you. It's a brag. I know. I shouldn't What brag. a way to level up. <laughs> proud of you. So, as the story goes, Elizabeth was the beautiful brag. Mm-hmm. Young daughter Humble. of a wealthy North Carolina planter, she fell madly in love with a dashing young doctor from her home state named Samuel C. Bellamy. Her sister had already married Samuel's brother, Dr. Edward C. Bellamy. That's wow. Weird. Keeping it in the family. Good for that. Tighten it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after a prolonged courtship, like, what is that? Okay, wait, wait. Hmm. If that happens, what does that mean? Like, in terms of, because it's not technically incest at that point, but it's a little weird. I think it's just, uh, no. Is it weird? I'm trying to figure it out. No, it's not. I genuinely, okay. Because you're not related. Just means that, like, as cousins, the kids would be, like, even more look-alike-y then yeah let's say true. my cousins and i like we look nothing alike so if you're all hotties you're gonna have super hotty children <laughs> <laughs> cool i like okay. it dreamboat family according to legend samuel and elizabeth along with Anne and edward had already decided to move to florida and it was there that samuel built a magnificent mansion as a wedding gift for his young bride nice present wow she was so taken with the home that she asked that they could be wed in this rose garden. Samuel agreed, because of course he did. Smart man. <laughs> the wedding took place, according to tradition, on May 11th, 1837. Hmm. I don't know why that's tradition, but I'll go with it. Surrounded by the roses of the beautiful garden, Elizabeth supposedly indented her vows with an extra line, I will love you always and forever. Never will I leave you. that's like some casper shit i like it i will haunt you forever and ever (laughs) the couple and guests retired inside the mansion for a magnificent reception and ball there was dancing music food and drink and something for everyone as was the custom of the day however elizabeth soon excused herself and retired upstairs to the master suite to rest that's nice so she can just be like Fuck y'all, I need I'm to pooped. take a rest. I'm going to have some champagne, eat some foodies. And my lettuce bowls. <laughs> Always with the lettuce bowls. <laughs> <laughs> so she sank down into a cushioned chair and, surrounded by her luxurious gown, fell soundly asleep. The storytellers say that while she was sleeping, her arm knocked over a candelabra. She awakened suddenly to sensations of intense heat, light, and pain. Downstairs, the party was in full swing when her shrieks were suddenly heard from upstairs. As everyone turned to look, the young woman came running down the staircase, engulfed <gasps> oh in flames from I've her head to toe. It gets worse. Her husband and others tried to save her, but she was so badly burned that she lingered only a few days before passing away. Her last words, according to her legend, were, I love you always forever, always and forever. Never will I leave you. That's scary. Elizabeth, the story continues, was true to her promise. When a depressed and alcoholic Dr. Samuel C. Bellamy took his own life in Chattanooga, 15 years later, she rose from her grave, expecting to join with him to continue their journey together to paradise. But Samuel never came. Suicide victims in that day and age were not given status in the church, and he was buried in an unmarked grave in Chattanooga and forgotten. Elizabeth, believers say, walks the swamps around Bellamy Bridge to this day in search of her true love. 
Is that so, crazy? I've but, I read about this story before, and it, I can't wait. even imagine that sight. Can you really like her walking down the stairs, <sighs> or running? But wait, so that was the legend, but this is the real story. I think the real one's worse. Yeah, so they actually say that truth is sometimes more amazing than fiction. This one's bad. <laughs> Samuel and Elizabeth were real people. She was the daughter of a wealthy North Carolina planter, and he was a prosperous young doctor. They were not wed in Florida, however, but North Carolina. And Elizabeth did not die of fire on her wedding night, but of malaria contracted in Florida three years later. That's fucking horrible. She lived long enough, in fact, to give birth to a young boy named Alexander, and their child was 18 months old when Elizabeth died three years after she and Samuel were wed on her family estate in North Carolina. Samuel's private letters and an obituary that appeared in Tallahassee newspaper on the day that to indicate that Elizabeth died on May 11, 1837, and that her little boy died seven days later, also from the fever. She was only 18 oh. years old at the time of her death. Oh. But the rest of the story is true. Samuel did fall into despair of depression of severe alcoholism, and he did take his own life with a straight razor 15 years after the death of his beloved bride. His last request that he be buried by her side was ignored by, and he rests today at an unmarked grave somewhere in Chattanooga. No, find him. Um, with the exception of the burning bride part, which was blended into the story in the eight, 1940s from an antebellum era novel by Caroline Lee. Hence, the story is true, and the claims that Elizabeth's ghost haunts the environs of Bellamy Bridge have been around for a long, long time. She's been seen as of as of 1890, like so. She still kind of floats around uh, looking for him, dude. I feel for her. That's, that's horrible. I feel for and both for of him them too. This is one of those situations where I'm like, the guy didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> he didn't do anything. <laughs> I can't blame him. No, nope. it wasn't. It he wasn't the hard. husband. He didn't do it. <laughs> Jeez, that is so sad. Holy crap, Florida Yeesh. people. Have you been to Bellamy Bridge? It looks spooky as shit. Gotta be. I wonder if I mean, it's in a swamp. There. Wow. That's really sad. She was only 18. She's a, she mm-hmm. was a baby. Just a baby. Yeesh. I mean, I'm only 18, but, True. you know. And we are babies. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Yes. But there is a trail you can actually... It's a heritage trail that you can walk along in Florida. They actually have tour groups that go along it. I like this. We should do it. Yeah. I really, really want to go there. We can leave her some flowers or something. I know. Our little baby. Light a little candle for her. I like this. This is good. We should okay. do that. Poor That'd lady. Nice. Poor Elizabeth. Agreed. Shit. Light a candle for you on Halloween. Yeah. I'm into it. All right, what other Reddit story do you have? This one. Yes, okay. Oh my goodness, ancient story. Ancient story. (laughs) Time's passed. (laughs) (laughs) This one is called Grandma's Light is Always On. (laughs) Ew. I hate it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't like this. Okay, go. In one corner of my grandma's living room stood a lamp that was almost never turned off. She would change the bulb every week like clockwork. What? Every week? Waiting until the afternoon sunlight poured through the windows and filled the room. Even then she hurried, holding her breath until the deed was done and the lamp was back on, baby. Wait, was that like because she was afraid of it ever going out? I think so. What was she afraid of? I would ask her about it once in a while. Each time she would smile softly, hustle my hair, and <laughs> promptly change the subject. <gasps> wow, she was hiding something. Oh, creeper town. Gam Gam, what are you hiding? Gam Gam, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to take all your light bulbs. You don't tell Until me. You tell me what's going on. <laughs> Start smashing them and throwing them on the ground. Tell me, like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn the truth until I was 13, the first time I turned <gasps> off the lamp. Ew, I already hate Gross. it. Don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Keep it on forever. <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen. 
Grandma no. screamed when she walked <gasps> into the darkened living room. A plate of cookies falling from her hands and crashing to the floor. I could no. hear her praying under her breath as she raced to turn the light back on. Tears were shining in her eyes when she turned <gasps> to me, her lips pressed thin. Without warning, she slapped me hard across the face. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Grandma coming in with that heat. Grandma had never so much as raised her voice before, and I was too shocked wow. to cry. She cried enough for both of us, gathering wow. me up in her arms and begging for my forgiveness. With her face buried in my shoulder, she finally wow. told me about the lamp. Gross. Oh, my God. Hate it oh all. Oh, my God. It was I a feel ghost so... light. Pause, pause, pause. Yes. I feel really bad for the grandma because I you do. know that that she was reactionary and she really didn't want to hit the kid. I agree. I agree. She's just trying not to have the ghost come. I guess. She's trying to protect the baby, and she's like, you dumbass, you, you I know for, ruined I your own that. protection. <laughs> it was a ghost light, she said. Ever since she and my grandpa had bought the house back when they first arrived in America, the spirits of the dead had plagued her. Only oh. when her burden threatened to drive her mad did she ask grandpa for help. She had expected him to laugh her out of the house, but he had surprised her by nodding gravely. Wow. It was he who had first lit the ghost light. And as long as that beacon burned through the darkness, she had never seen another spirit. Ew. So scary. I stopped visiting my grandma after that. Yeah, I would too. She could come over to my house. Really? I would be so... I'd be like, okay, grandma, we're cool now. Like, you told me the truth. No, I don't need to be in that room with that scary lamp. Uh, (laughs) She can come visit me and watch cartoons. keeps them away. Good. It can stay on while we're not there. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I Whatever. I started gradually at first, missing a day here and there. But by the time I received news of her death, I hadn't seen <gasps> her in over 10 years. No, that's, that's mean. That's As her only living relative, I shouldn't have been surprised when I inherited her house. Yet, as I sat in her lawyer's office, listening to him read her will, I was speechless. I had a difficult time paying attention after that, absorbed as Aww. I was with the business of remembering. So much love had filled those walls, so many happy memories. As I thought of my tiny, sterile apartment in the city, I quickly made my decision. I was almost overwhelmed by emotion as I walked through the front door. Everything looked exactly as I remembered it from no. my childhood. It's so sad. Houseplants still cutter- cluttered the windowsills. Decorative bird plates still hung on the wall. Maybe she had lettuce plates. Oh, and man. Those are worth some money. <laughs> Talk about inheritance. Auction immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and the ghost light still burned in the living room. Seeing the old lamp sent a chill down my spine. I froze in my tracks, the smile fading from my lips, and I couldn't help but think of the night Grandma had slapped me so many years ago. I had told my mother about the ghost light the next day, but she had dismissed it as a simple old-world superstition. It was the same way when she was growing up, she told me, and I shouldn't worry about it. Still, I couldn't Hmm. shake the conviction that I had finally seen the true depths of my Grandma's lunacy. I ran my fingers through the fringe on the lampshade as I thought... A bloom of sadness darkening my nostalgia. Sighing heavily, I turned the ghost light off with a decisive click. Whoa! Hardcore, dude. That's not cool. That's, like, really mean to We've your grandma's on, memory. At least for a little bit. At least That's until it not burns cool. out. Something woke me up later that night. Good. I lay in Deserve bed, <laughs> listening to the darkness, until I heard <laughs> scratching coming from the living room. Ew. Rats were the last thing I wanted to deal with the moment, and I rolled over with a groan, determined to ignore it until the morning. The scratching continued intermittently, constantly jerking me from the edge of sleep, and I finally had enough. I threw the blankets off me and stormed out into the hall. Mm. Mm. Moonlight flooded the front of the house, and I didn't bother turning on lights as I made my way to the living room. I knew every inch of the house, even after so many years, and I moved confidently through the dim light. I was furious at having been woken from a dead sleep, and my anger ill-prepared me for what I found. What the, did they're crazy for thinking that I know, like are blaming just Grandma good. and just being all douchey about this. I'm like, irritated with this person. An elderly woman was crouched in the corner, her gaunt Aww. back to me. She was scratching at the floor where the walls met, stopping every few minutes to cock her head. Ooh, 
a gnarl of dread unfurled in the pit of my stomach. I had no idea how this woman had gotten into my house. And though it was obvious she needed help, it took me some time to summon the courage to approach her. My hand shook as I reached out to gently squeeze her shoulder. I meant to ask her where she lived, who her caretaker was, but the words were driven from my mind when she turned and I saw her face. Her eyes were solid black, bottomless pits that didn't reflect the moonlight. Her jaw hung impossibly open, unhinged, Mm. and the dark tunnel of her mouth spiraled down into her throat. I had a moment to realize who she was, to recognize the familiar map of wrinkles in her face, the curly, wispy hair. Then my grandma screamed. I shrieked, stumbling backwards away from the nightmare in the corner. My arms flailed in the air, reaching for the nearest lamp, and my hands touched the ghost light. I yanked the chain, filling the room with light, and she was gone. I never turned off the ghost light after that. After letting the bulb burn out one evening, I began changing it every week, just as Grandma had. Eventually, wow. I got married, and lucky for me, my, my my wife was tolerant of my strange fixation on the lamp. The light continued to burn, and I lived my life happily enough. But my grandson has been asking about the ghost light lately. Each time he asks, I smile softly, toss him his hair, and promptly change the subject. For some reason, I can't bring myself to tell him the truth. I think about how I pulled away from my grandma and how I thought her crazy and I keep my mouth shut. I worry, though. I know I won't be around forever. Just as I know he will eventually turn off the ghost light, I worry that he might see me then, twisted and wrong, scratching in the corner. I feel yeah. like you have to share that information yeah, just to like prevent that maybe. from happening. Like, I feel like maybe sharing the information will... An acceptance, maybe, will allow for spirits to rest. Because I feel like his grandma stuck around because she was like, uh, I got to wake you up to make Uh you aware of what's going on. Because if it's not me, it's going to be somebody who's way more malicious and horrible. I want to know more about ghost lights. I've never heard of that. Me either. And we're sitting here saying that we're going to share information about people being protected against... (laughs) spooks <laughs> we're like what's this thing we i don't know ghost light. <laughs> also add a ghost light to your repertoire and mm-hmm. you'll be safe wow gross gross and also sad i'm sad uh-huh. for his grandma me too because she wasn't believed agreed and that's our that's our biggest fear is not ever being believed Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep. I hate that shit. I agree. It's the worst. Huh. All right, cool. Cool. And horrible. Yep. So, shall we share a little bit of info on how people can protect themselves on Halloween? Always. And just anytime. I agree. Safety first. Can I share the information about the witch bottle? Because Always. this information made me giggle. Because okay, I good. really like it and I want to do one, but maybe the modified version. <laughs> um... So a witch bottle is, if you guys feel like you need some kind of protection against some shit going on, either just in the general world or you feel like you have some malevolent crap following you, um, the first line of protection is salt. Uh, Salt is the go-to, but if you feel like you need more, you can make a witch bottle. So this is typically used around Halloween. Uh, or semen, uh, to pro- this is used by people to protect themselves from evil spirits in their home. So you can place this in your house, uh, in like a little hidden spot, um, to deflect negative energy. So you'll need a little bottle with a lid, some rusty nails, screws, razor blades, or anything pointy. Okay. Some salt, a length of red ribbon, a black candle to seal the jar. <clears throat> And you add, you so you fill the jar about halfway through with the sharp, rusty items. And these items are used to deflect bad luck and ill fortune away from the jar. So you add the salt, which is used for purification. And finally, the red ribbon or a string, which is used, which is believed to bring protection. <laughs> so then you're supposed to mark the jar as your territory. So you're supposed to pee in the bottle. But yeah. if you really don't want to pee in a bottle, you can consecrate some wine which would make a lot of sense for us or you can spit in the jar because that's technically yours but I would be interested in consecrated wine so then you cap the jar and seal it with wax from a black candle Um, so you of course 
Especially if you pee in the jar, seal that shit really tight. <laughs> you really don't want that. Hey, pee sterile. Yeah, but pee also stinks. Just don't eat asparagus if you're about to do it. <laughs> You'll be fine. Maybe you eat some lettuce before doing that. Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so then, once you've sealed it and let it, you know, like settle and dry, you stash the bottle. Um, somewhere undisturbed, like in your house. So you can decide where you think it would work best. Some groups swear the bottle needs to be hidden somewhere in the home, like under a doorstep or up in the chimney, behind a cabinet, um, because that way any negative magic aimed at the house will always go away, will mm. always go straight to the witch bottle, avoiding people in the home. But another philosophy is that the bottle needs to be buried as far away from the house as possible so that any negative magic sends toward, sent towards you will never reach your home in the first place. Maybe do two bottles. Okay. Put one inside, put one outside. I don't know if that could like double your luck there. But, Why not? Um, one in every corner outside of the house. I know. Or do like a five point yeah. star protection on your house. Uh, so make a bunch of witch bottles. Cool. And you can just use like little tiny jam jars. I like this. Or whatever. Okay. They don't have to be like a big old mason jar. Yeah. Cool. On a side note. Mm-hmm. I looked up ghost lights. Oh, fuck. So what's interesting is this is like a theater thing. Uh. So the practical reason for ghost light is that it reduces the risk of injury for someone who is in the theater after it closes. The so, theater? Theater. So sometimes when the personnel is like working late or they come in early, it's dark as shit. Mm-hmm. So they have this ghost light going on. So, it's, okay. you know, you don't get hurt because, you know, there's all kinds of like props and stairs and the stage you can fall off of everything like so sure makes sense it's like a liability thing but the superstitious tradition behind the light is ancient dating back to at least the time of Shakespeare oh my so Shakespeare and probably even older periods in theatrical history according to legend a candle would be left burning on the stage to dispel the ghosts of previous performances Especially if those hmm. performances had gone badly. <laughs> like yeah. saging yep. the stage. So like that was we shit. The, <laughs> the candle may also well have been to deter people trying to break into the theater. Of course, oh. by suggesting that someone was present. So we won't break in. Someone, the lights on. Like leaving the porch light on. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Modern theaters usually use a ghost light for liability reasons, but they may use a more mystical explanation for the light's presence. Some hmm. say that lights are left on to allow the ghosts in the theater to perform at night. For example, mothers fall back on the tradition that the light is supposed to keep ghosts away. These conflicting superstitions about the ghost or spook light illustrate the complex and very spook superstitious light. cultural <laughs> culture which surrounds the theatrical performance Hmm. and it's usually a bare bulb sometimes surrounded with a cage to reduce the risk of fire the bulb is mounted oh my goodness on a movable pole (laughs) or stand which is carried onto the stage at night and plugged into an outlet which is left on some theaters prefer to hang their lights from the ceiling simply turning them on at night as staff leave rather than going through the ritual of carrying out the ghost light and plugging it in. Hmm. Interesting. You, Not exactly what I you. expected coming from the, the grandma. No, the grandma. She's a big, uh, she big drama buff. geek. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's weird. Yep. And queeby. And creepy. Huh. Like How else that. do I protect myself? Witch um, bottle, ghost light, spook light. You go. should keep a log of ghostly incidents. Ooh. <laughs> Alabama's Oxford Paranormal Society is telling these people some information. So keep a log. Um, so obviously examine the creepy evidence however best you can if you have a um, like a little ghost box like we have. Double check for like normal house shit like carbon monoxide leaks, plumbing issues, electrical issues. Like check for normal house shit. And then if that's not the case, that's when you start keeping a log. Um, like where it's happening in the home, the time it's taking place, along with who's being affected. 
this establishes patterns. So if you're starting to notice crap that might be happening repeatedly to the same person or same time or whatever, or like, oh, the, you know, this one cupboard door opens at 3.42 every morning. It's like, okay, well, that's a little strange. Yeah. Um, they're saying that you should not be afraid. Like, don't project fear. Okay. Um, the more you project fear, the worse it can become. But right. Entities, quote, they say are just like us. Most are either completely good or bad. So you don't want to project out that fear. Don't bust out your Ouija board. Um, do not provoke whatever is going on in your house if you notice something weird. You can, like those people in the Philippines, you can open shit up and not know how to close it properly. So yeah. don't don't open up any doorways. Don't don't do that. No. If you really are concerned, you can then call an actual like kind of Ghostbuster person. Um, there are a lot of people that will do paranormal investigations, but you may want to call somebody who does more than just investigation, but cleansings as well. Um, because uh, somebody who's inexperienced to uh, just ghost, but or like to investigations may make it worse. They right. may exacerbate it. I don't know. And then uh, they just say just uh, after the investigators come, and uh, they just say, wait. And then hopefully after a proper person has come and dealt with it for you, then you can just return to a ghost-free life. But in the meantime, if you want to prevent that stuff, uh, they really do suggest they, the internet and witchy groups suggest doing a ghost, several or several wish bottles and uh, make salt part of your life. Salt cleansing, sage, saging, and yeah, that stuff. That's all. I like it. I know if you think you, <laughs> I know if you think you are personally cursed that you should mm -hmm. take a salt bath. Oh yes, that. And then take a regular bath because your skin will feel disgusting if you don't just, you know, rinse that shit. <laughs> you can take a salt bath, but you should really rinse it off. That's bad for your skin. <laughs> do Epsom salts count? They got to. Yeah, they do. It's That's salt. Good. Yeah. Shit, I did that this weekend because yeah. I was like, my body hurts. I'm Relax old. Relax those muscles. <laughs> I take one like twice a week because I am bougie. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Candles. Audiobook for me. Good to I don't go. Like, I don't want to read in my bath. I just want someone to read to me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> if I get read to, I fall asleep. Yeah, it's great. But I don't want to fall asleep in my bath. I want to enjoy it. It's I me am time. <laughs> I need to bring wine into my bath. I haven't even done that. My last bath was at like noon. That would have been really awkward. Um, people go like or great at eleven. That is true. What have I been doing with my life? The wrong life things. is changing. Life is changing. <laughs> <laughs> I support noon drinking of wine and mojitos and tequila for me, just because like it, depending on what you're drinking it with, it could just be very refreshing. I encourage all drinking at noon <laughs> is it noon drink time yep, there's no five o'clock somewhere <laughs> <laughs> that's what grandma always said <laughs> i like this guys i really hope you enjoy your halloween and i hope you stay uh, stay safe and can safely Get candy or hand out candy mm -hmm. or both and enjoy carving all of your spooky pumpkins. And please, if you dress up, tag us. We would love to see your guys' costumes. I yes. love Halloween because of the costumes. It's my favorite part. <laughs> that and the scary stories. So let us, uh, I want to see what you're all wearing. Please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot. Please and thank you. And we hope that you guys enjoyed the pumpkins leading up to Halloween. Um, you got a few left. Actually, yeah, when this one comes, when this episode comes out, there will be a few left coming out. I, we had so much fun with them. And the, the final the pump, the pump, final pumpkin is the great worst. pumpkin. That is the scariest <laughs> goddamn story. I, I I'm story. not really exaggerating. Scary. I hated I that story. I, I hated in the it. bath, actually. <laughs> I hated that story. And listening to it again for editing, I was like, I that solidified how much I hated that story. I was like, this is horrible. Everything about amazing. it I hate. It's terrifying. It was legit horrible. I need to read the first uh the first part. I haven't mm. yet. 
I've been saving it for another bath. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Well, guys, we hope that you have a wonderful Halloween. Um, if you need to protect your house, pee in a jar mm-hmm. and bury follow it the instructions that we gave. <laughs> <laughs> pee in a jar, bury it outside. I like it. Very old school. Yeah. Taking it back. <laughs> pee on it. It's mine. Or... Stay out. <laughs> <laughs> or put consecrated wine in there. That's okay too. Or both. Drink the consecrated wine. Oh my pee god! I thought you were gonna say jar. drink the consecrated like pee or something. I was like, no. Never <laughs> drink wine pee. Makes the pee. <laughs> like a double. And then you also spit a little Into bit it. of it. Yep, yep. Great. Can't be more safe. <laughs> I like it. I believe in it. I might do it. Okay. Why not? Full moon. Future future purchasers of Erica's house look for jars in the yard. <laughs> and drink at your own risk. And don't touch them. Touch them. <laughs> don't touch the pee jar. Touch them. No, but really, I actually really like the idea of those jars. I do too. I want to do it. I'm excited. All right, guys. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. Happy Halloween. Hope you liked our costumes. Oh, man. I love those costumes. They're good, but I want to wear it again. I know. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. (laughs) It's the worst.